Love Letters to Virginia podcast. Today we have Gabrielle Presto. She's a visual development artist raised in Virginia Beach and recently moved completely across the country to LA to pursue her dreams as an artist. And if that's not the most inspiring story of 2021, I don't know what is. Happy New Year, friends. Follow my art Instagram page at Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y, Presto, P-R-E-S-T-O, underscore art. Um, You'll find my most current profile picture is just me, hands on my hips, and like a red tank top, brown pants, winking, with like a star, and it's like all orange and stuff. Uh, Yeah, go check it out if you want to see some funny doodles, and... uh, Maybe some puns in my captions, a lot of hashtags. Gotta get that Instagram algorithm up. What's the Instagram algorithm in? Honestly. Tell, tell the audience what we're doing right now. Okay, so uh, I'm half Filipino, just for context, and we are currently in the process of making my grandma's egg rolls, which she taught me when I was a little, how to make and when I was a little kid. Um, she practically, like, made me, like, learn this recipe and just understand the hard work and the sweat and the tears and the, the arthritis that in the future that's going to come from all this chopping for uh, how to make egg rolls. And so we are in day one. This is a multi-day process to just get these get the recipe right we just peeled and uh some potatoes some russet potatoes and some carrots which vanessa is chopping up and cubing up right now you have to get it like super super small just so like the it doesn't like um overwhelm the filling uh so yeah like i said we're in day one day one is prep We also have some celery, some onions. We are going to be making, according to my mom, like a couple of versions of egg rolls. We got beef, pork, ground chicken, and vegetable. And maybe ground turkey. I don't quite remember. However, it does require a lot of prep. Like, because I have to get the potatoes done first, definitely, because potatoes take the longest to cook. That's why you got to cube them up really, really small. Excuse me. Oh, I also have to bust out the baby cooking pot. <laughs> We're gonna cook babies? No, there's a the okay. My mom found this like giant ass pot, toddler size pot, toddler size pot. Toddlers. You could pit, you could put a baby in there and then close the lid. There'd still be room for like a a, a baby wow. and another baby in there, oh and just cook one. Okay, we're not gonna actually cook babies. Okay, I swear to God. Jesus, nobody come after me, please. Um, but yeah, so we we have to have a giant pot to like make this stuff because it just takes up. There's a lot of filling that goes into this. It's absolutely necessary. The baby cooking pot. I was going to say my entry for how. Would, tell me you're from Virginia without telling me you're from Virginia. You have either been to a Olympia wrapping party or you have been the recipient of random Olympia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a huge Filipino mafia here, just like there is out west. And, like, 
bless. There, you you will there, you will not go home hungry. No Filipino, no self-respecting Filipino will ever make you go home hungry. So when you relocated from, you had some stuff in West Virginia when your mom was working out there yes. that we took up to Cleveland. Yes, we did. And pretty much moments after we settled most of the boxes into that apartment, uh -huh. your grandma was like, I'm going to teach you how to make pancit. Really? She told you how to make pants in a... How yeah. did I not remember that? Oh my god. Well, because you were busy trying to get yourself settled in. Oh, that's true. That's very true. And we got there at, like, what? Midnight-ish? Like, super late. Yeah, we did. And then we were walking around trying to find change for the parking meter, and then some guy offered Joe Coke. Yes! <laughs> so, that's a little bit of Cleveland for you. Oh my god, did you see that meme I sent, like, I shared earlier on Facebook, where it was like... Cleveland changed their baseball team name from the Indians to the Guardians. Good thing. Um, but they renamed one of the... Where's my phone? They oh renamed one of the... Um, the, uh, this, this, uh, this bars in Cleveland oh at the Progressive Fields where the, the Guardians play. Guys, this is perfect. It is called the G-Spot. <laughs> and then my friend Odd, who lives in Cleveland, he's like... He comments, they've have they've seen a steady decline in business due to 75% of their male patrons not being able to find it. Oh, oh shit. We we love we love Odd. He's a he's a he's a good guy. He's great. He's a pal. Eh. You two are in development for a TV show. We are. He's an art teacher and um, he actually just quit his bar job recently to focus more on being an art teacher and he's doing a, yeah, he's doing a lot of commissions so um, uh, it's Odd Comics O-D-C-O-M-I-X on Instagram if you guys want to follow him and go like commission him for some work. He's great. He's very fun. He's a vegetarian and he has a cat and a dog. It's a very small dog named Anthrax, who calls Annie. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Where are you from? Oh, <laughs> Like, um, Virginia. No lie. Where are you from? It's <laughs> just like, still skeptical. Still the side eye. No, where are you from? Mm -hmm. uh, Virginia. Virginia. I'm born in Portsmouth, Virginia. No, before that. Because <laughs> look at him, like, where am I from I before I was born? I didn't exist before. Um, nice. Are you from Vietnam? Like, whoa, okay. No, I'm not, but I will get somebody to help you who isn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shit, man. I don't see myself in any other career. Yeah. I don't really exceed academically and I'm not an athlete so I'm like I can make cartoons that's 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 you know silver lining so tell us what your goal is as an artist then I've been in the art world since I was a kid and I never really saw myself wanting to get out of it anytime soon but um I always liked watching cartoons when I was younger just it brought me so much joy when I was a, a, a youngin and I was like you know what I can do this I was like I 
it's good. I, I want to do this one day just to make something incredible that everyone can see. Just tell a story that a lot of people can resonate with and be inspired by, just like I was when I was a kid. And yeah, if, if somebody finds something that they like in something that I create, then I feel like, then I feel like I've done a good job. At least, in, at least in my mind. When did you realize you had a gift for visual art? That's a good question, because I always struggled with saying or telling myself, uh, I actually do have, a, like, skills that not everyone can say that they possess and, and have confidence in my abilities in saying that. Um, I guess when I was in elementary school and my art teacher said, like, hey, why don't you apply for ODC? It's a place with kids for kids like you who can hone their drawing skills and, you know, go away from your regular school and um, just, you know, uh, have fun creating art. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. And like I said, I really struggle with that a lot because I was always in art school, like learning, studying, trying to become a better artist, but I was always in the room with a bunch of other people who were just as good, but I always thought were, were super good. But I always thought were super, like, way better than me, that I will never match up to them. And it took me a long, it, that lasted through college, and that was a constant struggle for me. To just understand that I, I also can do great things. I just have to see that I just don't do things like my other artist friends. And I, I didn't realize that until like fairly recently, like just after I graduated 2019. So yeah, it took a while to like find that confidence in, in myself and my abilities, but now I'm here. What would you say sets you apart from the other artists that you've grown up with? I would say that I always try to do something fun. If not, something fun or apply some sort of story within a piece. Whether it's a, like an actual design of a character or a prop. Or if, if it's something like super surreal or if it's like just a doodle. I just need to like, I always seem to feel like I have to tell something. I have to say something with this. I know not every artist feels like they have to. But for me, I feel like I want to, if I want to like, somebody is to see this, I want to like say something about it. Like tell a story visually somehow some way okay so you would say that you're a storyteller at heart yes i like to be um but funny enough i'm not the best with my words so that's why i draw pictures you know i find that you do have to find that medium that works best for you as a storyteller exactly not everybody is meant to use words to convey the same emotions exactly some people are poets some people are musicians some people write books or, and all that so it's and here's another thing like 
with um, a lot of like with all the things like going on in the media where it's like all these reboots happening, all of these like things being made for different mediums, like a TV show or a movie, uh, you know, all these things are coming out right now. It's just like, and they're all based on like things that we loved uh, as kids. But the reason why we love them is because they worked for the specific medium that they were told in. Like, things on, like, Cartoon Network and Disney, like, uh, Nickelodeon with animated shows, like, um, Ed, Ed and Eddie, Cat Dogs, Angry Beavers, Avatar The Last Airbender, just, and, and some Disney movies, too. Like, there's just certain stories that can only be told through the medium of animation, like, that just work better than live action, you know? Yes. And some stories work better as a show being told over a series of episodes than in a two and a half hour movie. And some, like, a lot of people give, um, uh, cri- uh criticize the, uh, Mel Blanc's, uh, movie version of, what was that one? Um, the producers for, versus the, the, the seeing it on stage right. versus seeing it in the movie. It just doesn't, it it doesn't translate as well. It's still good. However, certain things viewing in certain mediums, that's why you don't don't translate the same. Like you can watch like a magician live through a computer or an iPad or on your phone, but seeing it live, like you can't, and and, like watching like a, like a, a concert live or a dance and something like that. You just can't experience it the same way that you can through a screen. So it's just like, just certain things, certain stories are told better through different ways, and that's and that's perfectly fine. It gives people more avenues to like explore and go down. So I'm all here for that. I love that. What kind of stories are you inspired to tell? I I'm drawn to a lot of different stories. I th- mostly mostly comedic ones and happy ones just cuz, you know, I I can't do with scary stories. I I wish hor- I wish I liked horror movies. I I I absolutely understand the appeal. However, I'm just like I have to watch like five happy things after one even if it's like considered bad I like I have to, my anxiety goes to the roof yeah. and I have to watch like five Disney movies or like cartoons in the light before I can go to bed so I tend to gravitate to more happy stories or at least I try to tell stories with a sense of morality you know like have like a good strong theme at the center of it that people can talk about after it's done um, what do I like? Uh, I tend to like a lot of superhero stuff. I'm big into comics and all that. Like, I I got into, like, the superhero fandom, like, pretty young, starting with, like, Static Shock, Teen Titans, um, all those great shows, and then bouncing off when the MCU started, like, more than a decade ago. Oh, my God. Can you believe that's been more than a decade now? Anyway, I like stories that I constantly go back to and that still inspire me even after my 20th watch. Like, 
I know a lot of people like look at me weird when I when I tell them this, but I love stories that make me cry. I love stories that make me feel something because that tells me that whoever was working on it, whether it be the writers, the producers, the showrunners, the artists, every single designer and animator, editor, they put the fucking heart into it. Not just to tell a good story and to like hold the audience and just to like say something that they felt needed to be said. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I love it. So those, that, that, yeah, going back to the question before, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to make people cry. <laughs> but, Honestly, but, yes. But in a, like, a, a good, healthy way that won't, like, get me sued. Right, in a way that people can learn how to express their feeling, their, their repressed feelings. Yes, exactly. In, in a relatable and easily digestible way. Yes, yeah. Exactly, because not everyone wants to swallow the horse pill of life, so that's why we take uh, Flintstone gummies in the form of TV shows and art. How would you recognize someone that's from here? Uh, they wear flip-flops year-round. Okay. <laughs> Do they? I think it's just because some people say y'all a lot. Well, I guess I like that equates for like most Southern people. Yeah. You know, I don't notice them as much here as I do like... Like living in Georgia. I mean, it was like y'all. Oh, yeah. 20%. Did not many people say y'all in West Virginia either? Um, what's your favorite thing about this area? Variety. Good Korean food, good Thai food, good, good, good Philippine food. There's all kinds of things that you have not expected. Do you have some favorites in mind? Favorite. Um, Sakura, best all you can eat sushi ever. We love Sakura. But we used to love Sushi King, but then they just kind of like. I even took Johnny there and he tried one of the rolls and it was just like. And then I tried one of his and I was just like, oh, that's not usually the quality that they serve. That's unfortunate. Bocce. Yeah. Yeah, Bocce. Yeah, exactly. And they had a salad bar. A really good salad bar. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that it's not the same quality. Even the Lindhaven one is a buffet now, and it's not the same. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Sushi on a buffet. Yeah. I know everybody's high of yuca and hilltop, but... You know... Are they still there? I don't know. I don't think they are. Where's Where's Sakura? Our Sakura is in Auckland Haven, right by where the Walmart is and where that Kroger used to be, but now is a Sentara training center. Is it Sentara? I think so. Yeah. It used to be like a um. Oh bless you. Oops, you. Bigger cats be blessed. Um, it used to. It it used to be like a fresh market. Or not a fresh market. It used to be one of the, the Air, international stores. No, that and then it switched over to a trampoline place, yeah. and now it's a Sentara training center. Oh, okay, interesting. Really, a lot of hats in that building. The Salem Crossing shopping center. Yeah. Right? I think it's really funny that we live in such a big city that there are names for little places that are almost their own little cities within Virginia Beach. Oh yeah, totally. Like, 
everyone knows where to go for like Einstein Commons and then like Hilltop and all that. And it takes at least 20 minutes to get anywhere. <laughs> Literally. Like, why? C come on, guys. <laughs> Jarvis are bad. They are super I bad. bad. I mean, I think... Like I think there's, like, bad drivers everywhere, but Virginia Beach is its own kind of bad. Or at least the Hampton Roads area is, like, its own kind of bad. It's like, nothing. Living in West Virginia and living in Ohio, and especially, like, coming back from Georgia, people from Georgia are so nice. They let you in. They give trucks leeway. <laughs> That's because they're used to Florida drivers, I guess. Right? Florida's a whole new level of... Oh, absolutely. Just driving oh. down there was like... It's nuts. I mean, there are so much, like, guys with small penises and big testosterone and small cars. Yeah, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing in California, but instead it's like Teslas and Camaros, and it's just like, ew. Mm. ew. Well, what are you saying about people's demeanor here that's different from the West Coast? Uh, well, I mentioned earlier, like, West Coast has, there's two types of West Coast people. They're either, like, super, oh, very overconfident or super, super laid back. It's hardly ever an in-between. And, um... Well, I think they're laid back here, but they're more standoffish, if that's possible. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, they're friendly, but they're not that friendly. Yeah, they're friendly to a certain point, I want to say. Um, I think of all the of all the states we've ever driven in, I feel like to me California was like the most is the most distinct because you can feel the arrogance coming off of somebody who's just cut you off ever just coming onto the freeway and like immediately zipping into the far left lane and speeding off. That's funny. Guys, calm down, please. I call that job security. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> or people who don't wear, or people on motorcycles who don't wear helmets. Which, why? Why? It's so bad. It's so dangerous. I mean, thank you for giving my mom a job, but also, please. Wear a helmet. We love coccinellas. Every time we want to, every time I like call my mom, I'm like, or I'm like, want to say we gotta find time to go get some carbonara for coccinellas. Because they're from Naples. Yeah, they're like so. their whole family is from from Italy, and all their recipes are family are like from their own family. They hand make their ingredients and. and make them Yes! Oh my god, gnocchi. Gnocchi is like, it's love. That's one of my favorite things about this area is that there are so many first generation Americans here, so the food is so good. Yeah, totally. That's literally what we're making right now. So, we love it. Are there no, like, um, Asian stores around here that are not selling garlic rocks anymore? I haven't seen one in forever. Oh, I need to find it. I need a garlic rock back. So you got it specifically at a, a food store? We don't know. I, it was Grandma's. I think, I think it was. Uh, 
because I remember as a kid seeing them in a store and thinking, what the heck is that? Were there more independent grocery stores here? Yes. Yeah? Oh, there are a lot. There were, like... There were so many. Well, I mean, for Filipinos, because it's mm -hmm. very... There's, like... The Mafia. Yeah. I should make a show or a movie about that. Filipino Mafia. I already told my mom this... Yeah. Potential idea of like, yeah, but like, I already had this like idea, like crime scene cleanup, but it's like a bunch of Filipino aunties and grandmas. You know, you know how efficient those bitches are. This is a really impressive time lapse video. This isn't time lapse. No. So, anyone who is thinking about going into entertainment. There's a few things that I've kind of picked up along the way. Number one, be friendly. Be very friendly. Like, be open to, like, making new friends. And some of you who will probably say, oh, I'm very socially awkward. I, 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 don't, like, I don't like talking to people that much. Um, best way I have gotten, like, most of my connections is by making friends. I, <laughs> I do not recommend this method that I've been doing, which is randomly friending people I know who work in the industry. <laughs> on Facebook and I absolutely do not recommend this um but I've gotten like a lot of good pointers and some good advice on my pieces just by making friends and if you're good if you're good friends with somebody odds are they are going to help you out and help you get uh help you um like help you hold your balance when you're jumping to the next stepping stone Next, specific, more specifically for the application process, apply to very apply to the job very specifically. Like, don't show prop designs or background designs for a character design uh, application. Like, cater your application and resume to a specific job. Um, and if it, you're if you have like more fantasy pieces, but you're wanting to apply to a sci-fi job, that's not really going to go well. And something else. Uh, but yeah, uh, going back to the catering, um, they really like specificity in the industry, especially if you're first starting out. What I learned in college, which I kind of wish I didn't learn, was like... Be very versatile, like, have a very large skill set, show that you can do a bunch of things that's great and all, it shows you have initiative, however, this is a very specific industry that they want you to do a certain thing for a certain job, and yeah, if you have an opportunity to show them that you can do other things, then yeah, totally go for it. However, when you're first starting out, just be very specific and cater to what um, the job that you are applying for. There's something else, I know there's something else that I'm missing, but um, those are the two biggest things I can think of right now. Yes. Yes. Also, good luck to anyone. It's very hard. This industry is like super hard to get into. But if you love it and you want to see it through, do it. The, the Navy guys in California, I'm just like, I wonder if you've been stationed at Norfolk. Yes. Everyone's been stationed at Norfolk at some point. 
Be careful with it, you guys. Be very, very careful. Um, don't don't let them marry you like immediately or in the first week of dating. That's huge, <laughs> huge red flag. How long have you been doing travel nursing? Four years. Four? Yep. Really? Is this four? I thought it was a little longer. When I was 17. Oh yeah, that's why. Oh. Where did you go to school for nursing? BCPF. Okay, awesome. They're, well, it used to be called Medical Careers Institute. Mm -hmm. um, it was 2005. They came up with a 15-month RN program. No experience required. That's nice. Well, <laughs> they decided that was too hard, and after, I think it's the first two years, they made it um, 18 months. Okay. I pretty much grew up listening to my mom like, and her friends and all my aunties who are nurses. It's like, hardly anything throws me off anymore because all of the stories that I've heard from them.